Welcome to the Audio Pants and Pannery with your host, Stephen Pasquini, PAC, where I make studying for your pants and pannery fun. Okay, not really, but at least tolerable. Question 41. What is the treatment of magnesium sulfate toxicity? Is it A, nifedipine, B, terbutaline, C, potassium carbonate, or D, calcium gluconate? The answer is D, calcium gluconate. 10% calcium gluconate is used to treat magnesium sulfate toxicity. Question 42. A 63-year-old retired engineer presents with one month of difficulty sleeping. He has a hard time staying asleep and says he is just restless. He also states that he has been more forgetful and can't pay attention very well. He lives with his wife. He denies fever, chills, recent trauma, or difficulty walking. When asked about the specifics of his symptoms, he repeatedly replies, I don't know, without really trying. He states his wife thinks he just sits around the house all day since he's retired. His neurological exam is unremarkable, except for some mild psychomotor retardation. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? Is it A, dementia? Is it B, delirium? Is it C, depression? Is it D, dissociative disorder? The answer is C, depression. Depression often presents with difficulty thinking and concentrating, less in sleep, and withdrawal from activities. Question 43. A patient presents with occasional wheezing and chest tightness that occurs approximately once a week and at night only about once a month. Peak expiratory flow is 85% predicted. Which of the following is the most appropriate initial treatment? Is it A, albuterol? Is it B, singular? Is it C, cerevent or salmeterol? Is it D, sustained release theophylline? The answer is A, albuterol. This patient has mild intermittent asthma, which is initially treated with inhaled beta-2 agonists as needed. No long-term control medications are indicated. Question 44. The source of pain experienced during a migraine headache is a result of activation of which nerve? Is it A, the trigeminal nerve, B, vagus, C, optic, or D, oculomotor? The answer is A, trigeminal. Headache may result in release of neuropeptides acting as neurotransmitters at trigeminal nerve branches. Question 45. Which of the following signs and symptoms is typically noted in patients with acute cystitis? Is it A, fever and chills, B, CVA tenderness, C, flank pain, or D, frequency and dysuria? The answer is D, frequency and dysuria. Irritate avoiding symptoms such as frequency and dysuria are common in acute cystitis. Question 46. A 17-year-old male is accidentally struck in the right eye while playing football and is immediately transported to the hospital. In the emergency room, he complains of severe pain behind the eye as well as double vision. On examination, he has exophthalmus, cannot move his right eye upward, and blood is noted in the anterior chamber. Which of the following is the most appropriate course of action at this time? Is it A, apply ice packs and cold compresses? Is it B, immediately refer the patient to an ophthalmologist? Is it C, attempt to keep the patient calm and order a skull x-ray? Is it D, administer a dose of intramuscular broad-spectrum antibiotics? The answer is B, immediately refer this patient to an ophthalmologist. 
This scenario describes a blowout fracture of the orbit. With hyphema, and because of signs and symptoms presented, warrants an immediate consult by an ophthalmologist. Question 47. A 47-year-old patient presents with episodic wheezing and a nonproductive cough that lasts for four weeks. The symptoms are worse at night. Past medical history reveals a history of atopic dermatitis. Physical examination at this time is unremarkable. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? Is it A, asthma? Is it B, bronchiolitis? Is it C, croup? Or is it D, cystic fibrosis? The answer is A, asthma. Asthma is a chronic inflammatory disorder of the airways. It is characterized by episodic or chronic symptoms of airflow obstruction, breathlessness, cough, wheezing, and chest tightness. The strongest identifiable predisposing factor for the development of asthma is atopy. Question 48. A 54-year-old female presents to the office for radiographic and laboratory results. The radioactive iodine uptake is elevated, while the thyroid hormone levels are increased with TSH levels being suppressed. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? Is it A, Graves' disease? Is it B, Hashimoto's thyroiditis? Is it C, subacute thyroiditis? Or is it D, pituitary failure? The answer is A, Graves' disease. Graves' disease is associated with an elevated uptake on the radioactive thyroid scan due to an increase in the activity for the thyroid gland. Because the gland is actually making thyroid hormone, the free T4 level will be increased and the TSH will be suppressed as a result of a negative feedback to the hypothalamus and the pituitary gland. Question 49. A 72-year-old male presents to the emergency department with crushing chest pain dyspnea, and palpitations for two hours in duration. Enzymes are pending and he has been given aspirin and sublingual nitroglycerin. He is rushed to the cath lab where they find a totally occluded digital right, sorry, distal right coronary artery. Which of the following ECG findings supports the diagnosis? Is it A, Q waves and leads 1, AVL, V5, and V6? Is it B, ST segment elevation and leads 2, 3, and AVF? Is it C, hyperacute T waves and leads 1 and AVL? Or is it D, flipped T waves with repolarization changes and leads V1 and V4? The answer is B, ST segment elevation and leads 2, 3, and AVF represents an acute process in the right coronary artery. And lastly, question 50. A 52-year-old obese patient with persistent heavy menses undergoes an endometrial biopsy and is diagnosed with atypical adenomatous hyperplasia. What is the next step in the management of this patient? Is it A, total abdominal hysterectomy? Is it B, observation endometrial biopsy in three months? Is it C, endometrial curatage followed by progesterone daily? Or is it D, oral progesterone days, 16 to 25 in the month, for six months and repeat biopsy? The answer is A, a total abdominal hysterectomy. Atypical adenomatous hyperplasia contains cellular atypia and mitotic figures in addition to glandular crowding and complexity. This has a 20 to 30% risk of progression to endometrial cancer, and the recommendation in this case is hysterectomy. Well, that's it for today. 
I hope you had fun and thank you for listening to this episode of The Audio Pants and Pantry. I will see you next time for 10 more amazing board review questions. Have a wonderful day.